Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lift, Fill, Pray. This is a podcast aimed at exploring a relationship between physical, mental, and spiritual health and wellness. And this is an effort that we have uh, to hopefully inspire, support, and encourage uh, each one of you who are listening on your journey through life. Thank you for listening today. Welcome back, everyone. This is Jeff, uh, pastor at Longleaf Church, and uh, today I'm joined by Coach Colin here at uh, Training for Warriors in Julington Creek, and uh, Stephen Montesinos, who's a licensed psychotherapist and uh, mental health counselor for uh, this uh, special edition of Lift, Fill, Pray. Uh, today, uh, we're in part one of a two-part series called Building a Culture of Generosity, and uh, I, a couple weeks ago, I attended a church planter workshop and listened to a speaker talk about building a culture of generosity. And I and I really began to think about this um, workshop and how it relates to us uh, here uh, today. And what we see from so many is, uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, a culture of entitlement, if, uh, if you've seen it uh, around you. Yeah. Um, and here we are, we're in the midst of a pandemic. Um, and and probably by the time you listen to this, we'll still be in the midst of this because uh, we know that this is not going away anytime soon. So uh, uh, what we've seen, uh, maybe there's control of it by now, but what we've seen is uh, people hoarding toilet paper. I uh, saw a, a fight break out between three women over uh, Charmin. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it's hard to believe. Crazy uh, times. Witnessed the hoarding of hand sanitizer. Um, people were buying up all the eggs. They're buying up the bread and the milk, uh, yeah. et cetera. And we had a friend tell us that the coworkers or people at their place of employment were stashing toilet paper and soap. That's yes, right. they were right. they were putting soap in a bag or a little box. Technically shot. stealing. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I saw that giant toilet roll paper back there in the bathroom here at TFW. It was that's giant. No, no, no. That's right. You can't sneak that out of here. No, that's why that's why we get them so big. You always have to roll them out. That's right. <laughs> um, but but all of this hoarding um, it has left millions of people with nothing, and uh, it has created some fear and panic. So um, on top of it, what I've seen are people People have gone on trips. They've gone on cruises. Um, we're in the midst of spring break here in Florida, and uh, uh, people have, or the government has asked them to quarantine themselves for 14 days. And, and instead of doing that, they're doing just the opposite, and uh, they're going out to restaurants and and so much more. And so um, here we are um, experiencing what is opposite of generosity. And so it, it saddens me that we um, can't stop for a minute and to think about the rest of the world around us. Um, we have the potential to bring so much life. Um, and we also have the potential to bring the opposite of that uh, and do harm to others And uh, with this respiratory virus. You know, my son suffers from a rare respiratory disorder. And uh, my dad deals with congestive heart failure. And uh, people who are older have a, a weakened immune system. And yet our beaches are full and, and people are running around as if it's not going to affect anyone. And um, 
you know, it's just it's just very concerning to me. So um, as we're in the midst of this pandemic, um, how do we practice generosity um, in so many different ways? And, and so uh, tell me, guys, um, how and when um, and where have you been positively impacted um, by generosity in our lives, uh, maybe um, both towards us and towards others, um, yeah. maybe as it relates to the pandemic, but also um, maybe outside of that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, Multiple places in my life, I got to say. And hey, everybody, this is Stephen, by the way. It's so good to have you joining us again. Um, Before I get into that, I want to kind of just also give a little bit of uh, a sneak peek into what's to come. Generosity impacts everybody. It impacts the people around us and their health and wellness, but it also impacts us as people. So one of the things to think about here is, I mean, it's, it's important to feel called or pulled to do things out of the kindness of your heart. Uh, but one thing also to kind of realize is that being generous can positively impact you too. Absolutely. Big time. Yeah. That's what I thought right when this, this subject came up yeah. was that, it, it, you know, by giving, it, it's more gives to more to the giver. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Giving is a, is a lot about also giving back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that that's so if you're sitting here thinking we're just going to be speaking to you about how important it is to uh, be completely selfless, keep in mind that generosity by, by some definitions is also an act of selfishness in its own way mm-hmm. and, and, and not the type of selfishness that we would discourage people to engage right. in, yes. but more like self-care, you yeah. know, or right. something that you'd be giving back to yourself. So it works both ways. It, it benefits everybody. Right. right? Um, so if, if you've got a piece of TP or an extra couple of rolls of TP, it might might want to go over to a neighbor's house, knock on the door and kind of say, hey, could you use some toilet paper? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 If you've got the big 36-roll bag uh, for one of those major, uh, you know, box stores, maybe just go over and, and offer. You might you might find that puts a smile on both their faces your face as well. Absolutely. You might have a good laugh out of it. Yeah, that's right. So at least. So go back to your question. How has generosity impacted me? I mean, in so many different ways. I could think about everyone from my family. I mean, like when I think about, you know, I'm fortunate enough and I know not everyone listening has had this experience and I'm sorry if that's the case. Um, And, and, I hope that you do have other ex- opportunities to experience generosity in real life or already have. I was fortunate and blessed enough to have been born into a family uh, with two amazing parents, two amazing older sisters who are incredibly generous in so many different ways towards me, just with their love and their kindness. Um, and, you know, that's something I think that we can take for granted if we're not careful. Just because you're related to somebody genetically doesn't mean that they're going to automatically be generous with their love and kindness. Absolutely. I see it over and over over and over again and it's a tragedy uh, but it's the truth so I have to admit that I'm very privileged in the sense that I come from a family that was very loving caring and met all my most basic needs and then some mm-hmm. so I start with them yeah they've demonstrated generosity from day one as far as I can remember and then also being a father of a special needs child uh, I gotta say that I've just experienced an outpouring of generosity from people in my life over the last five years of his life and amazing little boy with uh, a a genetic condition that has gone undiagnosed, uh, but has caused him a lot of challenges Mm -hmm. in his just really short life, brief life up to this point in time. Uh, But if it wasn't for the generosity of other people, their kindness uh, and generosity of their time, you know, their energy, 
their emotions, uh, their presence, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, and in some cases, even their finances, um, especially, we wouldn't be where we are today. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a family that's so much more strong, I think, in thriving because of all those people and the differences that they made in our life. So that's just a little bit from me. How about about you, Colin? How generosity impacted your life? So for me, it's, I mean, this is a big, you know, the more I think about it, the more when it was brought up, I was like, oh yeah, it's, it's a part of it. But now it's it really, it kind of, it's a, a foundation of everything from my, my family, you know, my personal and my, my, even my business life, you know, you know, at TFW, we have a lot of different kind of sayings and maybe what you can call like mission statements. But I've always thought like, you know, when it, when it came to being successful and, and, and even the word itself, success, success is can, you can break that down in so many different ways. But yeah. what I wanted to do when I first bought a business and kind of, you know, grow that into, into what it's becoming, it's always, you know, a, a something in progress, but is delivering impact, right. By, by serving others. Right. Absolutely. And, and so, and what that looks mm-hmm. like. And, and so, and that's what I, we try to deliver, you know, almost daily. And I think that when people come here um, and they might come in here and, and be intimidated, you know, either by myself and other, but I think the more they get to know us, the more they, they kind of maybe see that kind of true caring aspect yeah, because yeah. I, that's, I, I really do, you know, and, right. and it's one of those things where, where people come in and, and they, and I, I just want them to do well and I want them to gain confidence and I want them to get more energy. And I mean, I can't tell you how excited I get when somebody comes in here um, and they have like, you know, better blood work numbers or they tell me some story over the weekend, how they were able to do something that they couldn't do in the past or just simple things like that. How, how nervous I might get for somebody on assessment day, you know, it's just like, it's a lot of care that goes into others. And, Mm -hmm. and that's, I've been always very um, passionate about that. And so, so that, that, I guess that's from my, my aspect of, of generosity. And I also feel that, you know, I've been, been doing it long enough that it it, it comes full circle. Right. And so when you you give a lot, you have other people feel the, the want and need a desire to pay it forward. Uh And, and so that comes back full circle. And so we, and we try to do things like, uh, you know, quarter, like charity events and and we even even when we do something in-house we try to find a way to make it a charitable yes. aspect so and so uh and so those things again they they, they tend to come for full circle and and the more i'm in it the more uh you know i, I just realize that like the, hey the more you give the more i think just everything is going to be good from from mm-hmm. all aspects of life and i think from all professions we can probably speak on that you know i don't think i think people would probably hear something like this and like well, that's not really going to fall in the, the health and fitness category, but mm-hmm. but absolutely does, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because when, you, when you're giving to people, then and, and then they don't they don't want to let you down because the the caring is there, and then mm-hmm. and then they do better for themselves because people are much more likely to let themselves down than others down sometimes, you know. So mm-hmm. so you know when, when so that's kind of just a, a quick outline of what I feel when it when I hear generosity or you know I feel, I feel like I, that that kind of serving word keeps coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, for me, it's uh, um, we lived in Western Pennsylvania for 39 years, and uh, um, one of the things that I was I was pretty ingrained and rooted in uh, the Western Pennsylvania Conference uh, in the Methodist Church, and um, you know, once you're rooted into something, it's like tenure. You know, you, it's it's hard to leave because. Uh, 
you're pretty well set for for the course. And whenever our son um, was diagnosed with his rare respiratory disorder, we knew we had to move to a climate that was going to be hot and humid. And uh, when God put us in a right spot for that, um, <laughs> Jacksonville is uh, one of the hottest places in America, I think, uh, most of the year. And um, one of the things that we, we took a risk on was um, leaving all that behind. And... Uh, uh, there was a, a person that uh, is near and dear to me, and uh, her name is Debbie McLeod. And uh, so if you're listening, Debbie, um, shout out to you because uh, uh, you took a risk on me uh, of uh, bringing me on staff at uh, Mandarin United Methodist Church and and, uh, and, and, and being generous with um, the opportunity to give me a place to serve and to lead. And uh, uh, because of your generosity, uh, my family has... Has, um, benefited um, thousand times over. Um, we've experienced friendships that will last a lifetime. We've experienced um, uh, the launch of a new church. We've experienced um, career development for my wife that uh, has gone above and beyond. We've uh, developed incredible friendships and a family uh, here at Training for Warriors. And it was because of the generosity of one person um, that made an impact on five people and mm-hmm. and also beyond that. Oh, yeah. You think the, the ripple effect. Yeah. How much people view it now have impacted. I was going to say, whenever yeah. you're generous to one person, you, you're not aware of the fact that you've set in motion yeah. a process that, that looks much like a ripple effect, mm-hmm. a series of dominoes that continue to fall over, represent changes, positive changes in people's lives well beyond that one individual that you positively impacted. Right. I see it over and over. Yeah. If you take a moment and just think back to someone who was generous to you and, and how that influenced you and your generosity, you'll see exactly what we're talking about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What a story you've got. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, I mean, all of us. I mean, you know, as I reflect upon that, it's just it's just so powerful to, to, to know that one person has made such a contribution um, because of their generosity of 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 uh, being able to take a risk and, and, and accept me. Um when they really didn't know who I was, and, uh, and, other than a resume. And going back to that point, I bet you if you asked her, she probably wouldn't even look at it as being generous. Maybe she just saw more potential in you or something like that. So it's, mm-hmm. that's yeah. kind of funny how sometimes you look at it that way too, right? How you can be doing all these things for somebody just by mm-hmm. by caring, paying attention, doing these basic things and how mm-hmm. it can be perceived as generosity. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think yeah. it's humbling that you look at it that way. Yeah, so. yeah. It really is. It's profound. Yeah. It yeah. is. I, uh, I, I often reflect and give thanks for, for what Debbie uh, means to me in my life. So um, that means a lot to me. So uh, in this episode, uh, we're going to talk about different um, principles of generosity. And uh, um, in this first episode, um, we're going to talk about um, one uh, principle in particular, and that is the principle of expectation when it comes to building a culture of generosity. And um, this, uh, this principle of expectation really means to believe in the power of all. Um, this doesn't mean 
some, but all. Uh, when we look in, in the book of Ephesians, uh, Paul was praying that everyone in the church would express the generosity that God instilled in each of them. Um, and Paul prayed that, that Jesus would dwell in their hearts so that they could have strength to do the work of, of Jesus. And the work of Christ was really to be servant of all. And, and that requires great strength to be servant. Um, it requires incredible generosity. And uh, in, in the DNA of our local church launch, um, we really were hoping Longleaf would become a generous church. And, and so, um, you know, here we are 11 months later, and we've become just that. Um, um, Colin, you mentioned about your mission, uh, part of the building blocks of TFW being engaged in in serving and, and mission-minded. And, and here we were at Longleaf. Um, we anticipated um, the giving to be at a certain level um, this year, and we got back our pledges. We were we were just blown away um, that the average giving per unit um, was in the mid five thousand dollar range, and it was nowhere on the radar of what we thought it was going to be. And so, um, what we did was we set that expectation of of generosity, um, and and in turn, uh, Longleaf now is able to be a blessing to so many others in, in the community right now. And so um, so let me ask you um, both, how, how do you set that principle of expectation, um, maybe in the physical sense and in the emotional sense as well, um, as it relates to generosity? Yeah. You want to go? Well, I mean, uh, in terms of setting the expectation, I mean, I'm just thinking in the mindset of, you know, obviously the TFW and our members here. So um, when, when you're trying to build a, uh, a, a atmosphere and a foundation for it is for me, it's just leading from the front initially. Right. So having the right mindset and creating a core of people with that right mindset. Because what I find, it's very contagious, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so when you show these kind of, these, these generous things, you do these on a, on a day in, day out basis and and, and do a, and put out a lot of effort. And, you know, you and I, Jeff, um, were kind of ran that kind of ruck, go ruck St. John's yeah. last yeah. year and it's coming up again this year. So, mm-hmm. And even just things like that and, and then getting some people from your team and my team and having these people around us with that kind of same like-mindedness uh, about them, yeah. um, how that is just becomes very contagious. Then other people look at that like, wow, like I, you know, I want to be a part of something like that. And and then they have this thing where they kind of do something really cool and and, and, and give and really feel good about it, right? Yeah. Feel about what they did. And like you mentioned, the self-care part, feeling really good about what they do and how important that is just kind of, you know, from a, a spiritual and emotional you know mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, so... So, uh, so that's the first thing I thought of, uh, leading from the front. Um, another thing that kind of came to mind, um, and again, this is kind of more of a, uh, um, a day in day out basis, but, but becoming, you know, becoming more excited and, and about other people's success than your own and having that kind of mm. that mindset. Again, I, the, I, it just comes back to, to me, the kind of that trickle down effect. And so what, when you do that, then, then the, the next person that you're doing that for does it about somebody else. And then, yeah. and then it, you know what I mean? And, and then all of a sudden you have all these people around you. And I don't think it's by accident that, you know, when I go attend your church or, or where we have, you know, um, mutual friends or that you see a lot of this happening because those people tend to kind of, you know, come around each other. So that yeah. just comes to mind when, when it comes to that. I'm always encouraged when here in the gym, um, because you have a 
established that principle of expectation of encouragement that um, that actually is what takes place. Yeah. And uh, it, no matter what class I attend, um, generally I attend the six o'clock, but um, if I'm attending a nine o'clock in the morning, um, there's still that principle of expectation that we're going to encourage each other. Uh, now we're not, might not be high five and all the time, but right. um, you know, we're pushing each other. If, if I have a uh, 70 pound uh, dumbbells, um, somebody's going to come by and give me a 90 pound set of dumbbells. And <laughs> well, they're going to encourage you, me. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to, they're going to push us to, uh, to go further. And so you've created that culture yeah. in the life of, of, of TFW. And what you also notice is that people are surprised by that. And I think they're surprised by it because it's just not common, right? It's really mm-hmm. just not common always to find these because I think a lot of people, you know, whether it's their kind of personal or workplace atmosphere, there's not that much generosity yeah. happening in the world today. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it can be a real shock to the system when you see it. Yeah. Yeah. Plus rise. Because most gyms you go to, everyone stays by themselves. Yeah. Uh, it's they, very competitive they or clickish. And so yeah. we're trying to obviously, you know, from the front, dip that from the bud mm-hmm. and kind of go yeah. in the right direction. So there's Just, such a culture of generosity in this gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So refocusing your emphasis when you're working on your your conditioning and, and, and fitness from a place of like wondering whether or not the person that just used equipment before you wiped it down to, hey, maybe that person needs a spot. I can go over there and yeah. help them out. Right. Yeah. And that's a big yeah. shift in mindset sure as yeah. well. Yeah. Well, when I think of generosity and like setting the expectation, well, as a therapist, expectation is always a tricky word for me because for a lot of people that can get them tripped up. And so I want to be clear that we're not talking about setting an expectation um, as a result of, uh, uh, you know, a mindset of entitlement. Mm -hmm. This idea that we're expecting this from you because we want it and we need to have it. Exactly. Right. Right. It's more of setting a tone is what I think of. Setting the tone of generosity. And so what I'll say in, in, when it comes to individuals that I'm working with, a lot of times I'll see this as in relationships. So a lot like what you're talking about happening, but being more on the proactive side of it, knowing that it's okay for you and it's actually important for you to ask what you need, ask for what you need from the people that you're in relationships with. I mean, it's important to not ask for too much, right? Um, and certainly you don't want to create an expectation so that people feel like they have to give you something, right? Because yeah. people are going to feel less inspired to do very loving things for you if they feel like you're expecting it. Uh, but it is okay to ask for what you need from somebody else. And the one way I think about that specifically is in their time and in their emotional presence, Mm -hmm. right? Their ability, the quality of time that you can have with that individual. So their time and their emotional emotional presence, right? Now, I'm not I'm not suggesting that we're asking for people to do other everything for us, right? We all need to be able to be self-sufficient, right? But letting somebody else know how much it would mean to you and what a gift it would be if they did certain things for you, if they met certain emotional needs. So creating the tone um, of generosity and relationship and asking for what you need. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I've, I've heard that put in the, in the realm because, you know, uh, I've been married almost 10 years now. And so we've, you know, we've been in it for a while. But one thing was, um, you know, gauging your expectations, right, per your, this is, you know, more specifically per your spouse. But, you know, the, these little things um, that we do for each other each and every day, we just tend to ins- expect 
and there are things of generosity. And then when they don't happen, you get upset with one another. And it's right. like, so, you know what I mean? So kind yeah. of, yeah. So that could be like an issue kind of moving forward. And then, and then, so all of a sudden, if you kind of, if you kind of gauge your expectations and say, and then you're more thankful because of these things that you're doing for each other, mm-hmm. rather than just expecting it, they, they ought to do it, you know, that type of deal. Right. So that's an important aspect to it too. Sure yeah. is. Most definitely. Yeah. And, and being generous is different from pulling your own weight. So right, it's, right, yeah, you know, right, separating yes. those two, right? Deciding yeah. how you're going to divide and conquer when it comes to just how household tasks and the ins and outs of your lives, living your lives, um, you know, and, and functioning within them. So, yeah, exactly. most uh, most people will say, well, our marriage is 50 50. And, and and my comeback on that is, no, it's not I'm like it's 100 yeah, hundred. I mean, right. you, you're giving 100 percent, you know, so mm-hmm. your 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 marriage should expect 100 percent of, of who you are, not just 50 percent. Um, right. And so uh, remember that as, as you go about life, you know, setting that that tone, uh, as Stephen shared, or that expectation that I'm going to give 100% of myself um, for the sake of others. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. So um, we're gonna we're gonna stop right there for today. Um, this is a, a little bit shorter of a uh, um, session. Um, we're about twenty five minutes in, so uh, not too too uh, lengthy here today. But uh, next uh, next episode, we're gonna come back and we're gonna take a, a deeper look at building a culture of generosity as uh, we focus on um, other principles that will uh, help us develop that culture of, uh, of generosity. So uh, thank you so much for, for listening to us here today in this episode. And How can uh, they get a hold of us if oh, they have questions? That's a great question. So, uh, Stephen, why don't you take that? Because uh, I, I know I'm going to flub that up. <laughs> and I'll pass it back to you right over. Right I'm going to be generous with my time right now. There you go. I'll give something back to you in just a moment. Um, but yeah, just if you guys do have any questions, concerns, or thoughts, please do share all your comments and suggestions with us if you have an idea about a future podcast episode or you feel like something that we said really uh, uh, moved you or that you had a reaction to that you'd want to share with us for better or for worse we invite all that feedback and comments go to www.liftfeelpray.com or check us out on facebook or instagram and we'd love if you think about following us uh be generous with your likes right whenever you see a post drop maybe share it yeah, be good. generous with your shares too. yeah oh, be generous yeah. with what you share in yeah. social media yeah. as far as lift feel free is concerned um and uh yeah we'd love to hear from you so i'll give i'll be generous with my time on the mic and give it back to you jeff oh you're so kind all right well thank you so much for joining us today we really appreciate you uh uh, taking time to listen to the podcast and we uh definitely hope that it has benefited you in uh, some regard and we wish you the best as you take your next steps in working on your health and in your wholeness and wellness Uh, we hope to join uh, uh you again uh for a future episode all right. Thanks, Thanks so much. Guys. It was a lot of fun. Take Thank care you. of yourselves out there amidst all this coronavirus frenzy, right? Yes. We're thinking about you, okay? Yes. Be well, and we'll, we'll see you next time. Today's intro and outro music was composed by Kevin McLeod and is titled Cheery Monday, available royalty-free at https colon forward slash forward slash incompetech.com.